Hey, this is Mike Upsall with Surf Through Death. You're listening to The Doom Tomb. A public cockfight. A cockfight? I haven't done that since Boy Scout camp. No, here the men fight with their roosters. Call it what you will, General. I won't do it in public. This is the Doom Tomb Podcast, the podcast for all things within the heavy underground. My name is Chris. I'm your host. Now, if you're interested, we've got merchandise for the Doom Tomb Podcast and Planet Mammoth. The link, of course, is in the show notes. And now, we're well, we did this thing. We went on location, Mesa, Arizona, the Nile Underground, and we interviewed this trio that has bone-shattering tones and a wall of sound in tow. Let's hear the interview right now. So I remember a while ago I wanted to do this, and I wanted to do this at Yucca Tap Room, and we couldn't. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, there's a lot of illness over the past few years. We've had a ton of changes, but now they are here. They're at the Nile Theater. Uh, you know, it's it, obviously it is going to air after they played. I'm sure they crushed it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's everybody in the band Glass Goat. How you doing, guys? Good, man. How are you? Doing great. Hanging in there. Now, while we while I, while I got you here for a second, could you please go around and introduce yourselves and what you do in the band? My name's Chad, and I play bass. My name is Jordan, and I play drums. My name's Jake, and I do guitar and vocals, if you couldn't tell by my uh, voice right now. Ah, uh, yeah, so how how deep are you? How many days are you into the tour? This is day six. Yeah, day six. And we have seven more shows after this. And there is, you know, we'll get to the music in a minute, and... If you have not heard them, just pause this for a second. We'll play some of the music, but you want to hear this. There is a thickness. There is a heaviness that is undeniable. I don't know if this is a Portland thing. You know, I, I see some places that uh, in within the United States that just absolutely crush. And Portland, or, or that just that area, just seems to have something, an element of fire. How do you describe it? I mean, it's crazy. Portland is... I'm, I'm pretty new to Portland. I've been eight years now. Uh, there's a lot of great bands out of there. A lot of really good friends bars. It's, there is something in the water there. It seems like. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people say the rain, and you know, you're stuck inside for nine months out of the year, so you write some heavy, heavy music. Yes. So you, what you're telling me is it could be Doom Central. Would, would, would you would you agree with that statement? Could be. Savannah, Georgia. Probably, probably, yeah. Okay, well, we're, we're here, and we're, we're usually angry and hot in Arizona, so we have a very similar vibe. Now, I want to go down the list because I saw a few things. Uh, would you, you guys formed around 2017? Yep, 2016. Okay, okay. And now, uh, I saw something, and I was curious if you have anything. Can you tell me what happened, if anything, uh, great, indifferent, whatever, at the Ash Street Saloon Show? Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> Well, we drank a lot of whiskey. Yes. Um, what was the whiskey of choice, sir? Whatever the well is. So we're uh, broke musicians. Uh, Jameson on that one. But <laughs> Jameson for a white. Jameson, really? send us some bottles. Sponsor us. <laughs> um, yeah, we had two, a couple shows at Ash Street. Some were really great. One in particular was really bad. We just played horrible. 
you, you get you get a you get a day where there might be a clam or two. There were a, a lot of clam that day. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so I just want to run down a few because I know like in in our area, we've had a few places shut down over the past few years, and we all know why. So if I run through these, tell me if they're still available and if it's a great place to play and you know whatever. Uh, the Tonic Lounge. Gone. R.I.P. Miss it every single day. I drive past it on the way home from work and I get fucking angry that it's gone every time. <laughs> what is it now? It's a uh, apartment. Ah, fuck. All right. Moving forward, the Twilight Cafe. Uh, it has relocated and has not reopened. Real? Do you think? Do you, do you know any of the people? You think maybe it's gonna get a turnaround? I, I, don't, I don't know. In the old place, there's a. I think, believe it's an all ages venue now. Mano Oculta. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have not played there yet, but we did play the old Twilight, and it was cool. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I've seen the new Twilight have some flyers come out lately. Yeah, and the new one's supposed to hold a lot more, like 200 people or something. It's like a bigger venue. All right, on. Okay. Uh, Hawthorne Hideaway. Still there. Still we only played it once, and it it was kind of... It, it's a great place, but the, the sound guy was not super fun. Us. And you know what? There's other sound people around that I'm sure will knock it out of the park. What's yes. tonight every, at the Nile Theater? Every Mesa. single show so far has been incredible. And uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So the place where you did the live, uh, the Kenton Club, still still around, still running. Yep, still there. Amazing okay. place. And uh, the substation is still open, as I'm as I'm yep. aware. Just now played it a week ago. Okay. Now, if you can uh, give me a little taste of your name because I looked something up I don't know if this is it so Glass Hut is the birthplace of watchmaking in Germany is that how you got your name? it is not damn this it is gonna I was be, trying yeah I, that, it is now please <laughs> go right ahead it's gonna be the lamest story of all time well you like so, to keep time I know my, so my buddy back home John love him to death right. he actually lives in Portland now but we've always wanted to have a doom band and name it Glass Goat um, just thought it sounded cool and then I moved to Portland and met these two dudes and asked him if it was cool if we stole that name because we thought it sounded great right and here we are so it's a pretty lame story but we, no no it no sounded cool and metal because there's there's a lot going on with the goat let me tell you something because you've got another band out there in your area slow goat oh yeah they're great and they love just them. released a new single right now today did you, see, did you see the fucking artwork yeah it's amazing oh loving it and you know what speaking of I was going to say, ask this a little bit later, but let me ask you now. So, I see the merchandise that you have. I love these shirts. You've got some great illustrations, even with uh, the artwork for the music itself. Um, how important is it to convey your musical message through the illustration? And how do you pick what artists you want to work with? Uh, well, these last ones, it's Crusher Death, right? With the artist. And we kind of, I mean, really, it's just like surfing through. Instagram artists and see right. like and some sometimes we'll reach out to people and it's like way too expensive or they don't even respond. Um, but yeah, we kind of just met, like talk, started talking to him and he gave us a couple drawings to like pick from and we just right. kind of went for it. And I mean, we kind of just wanted to have you know cool, just brutal artwork, I guess. Yeah. Know. Now, do you as you do that? Do you um, do you tell them, hey, this is this is what we're trying to convey in the song? Can you can you? Uh, uh, connect that to art with that, or an illustration with the new shirts and Crusher Death it was kind of just like these are super cool but the cover of Ride of the Siren we yes. talked with Ibe 
Um, he's super rad. He did all of like Body Void's artwork. Incredible work, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had uh, we wanted to do um, William Bixinski, if I said that right. The like old Polish artist everybody. Yes. Pulls from or does a lot of new artists do it too. Um, like just basically Polish artists. But we wanted to do that. And then we had to reach out to the museum of him. And then at the time, it was we couldn't afford it. Um, and then, which actually Liam was the one that put me onto that because I was like, oh, how'd you get his artwork? And he reached out to the museum and he helped him out. But so we just had a piece that we wanted to specifically use and we just gave that to iBay and right. kind of mimicked it in a way. I mean, not mimicked it, but he, you know, did. It was like a little doorway and we liked that. And then he added all the bodies. And right on. Really cool. Absolutely. So, look, I know you guys got to get on stage. I got to run through these questions. If they're a little fast, I apologize, but I want you to, I just want you to have your downtime before you go out and crush. So, okay, so I'm going to go through a few of these. Um, now, I don't know, even know how to pronounce his name. Is Ilrith still performing? Is that how you pronounce it? That is how you pronounce it. I think I saw that they announced the show. They've been inactive since COVID. Okay. Um, I don't know, actually. Now, another band that you played with that I got the album, I, I found them on Bandcamp and I was like, holy shit, Menon. Are they still active? They are not, unfortunately. Are not. We love those guys, but they are, they're done. They even snuck in a, a back patch for me, which was really yeah. fucking cool. Nice. Shout out to those guys. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> your band starts off, if I'm, if I'm uh, correct, with uh, uh, the Saints of Shallow Grave. Like a, it was like a three song EP, is that correct? Yes. Now, how, how do you feel? How do you feel that 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 your music has morphed since then? What do you feel as a, as an, an accomplished musician, touring musicians? How do you feel it's changed? I feel like right up until very recently, we were continuously trying to figure out what we wanted, and with each little release and the more shows we played, we kind of adapted our writing in that way. And I think that really shows on this tour and the record that we have uh, recorded now. It's, not quite yet released. Mm, I see. So what do we got? What are we talking? A time date here? What do we got? We're shopping the record around right now, so we don't quite know. Um, have a couple people we're talking to. Okay. To see, so we don't know. Not a, not a date yet. We do have the next one basically halfway written as well. So we've Damn. got some stuff in, in the pipe. Well, kind of like, pockets. kind of. Thank you, COVID. Because it gave some people some chances to like... Yeah cool out, write, a, write an album or two. Now, you did a split uh, blah, 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 with Hound the Wolves. Is that correct? That's yep. correct. Yeah. Uh, now, you offered a beer to anyone that bought a copy of the split at your show. I'm wondering if you're still recovering from that investment. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, no, because we only had like 20 or 25 of them, so... Gotcha. It wasn't, gotcha. It wasn't too bad. and it, But it seemed to work. And we like drinking beer with people. So I think uh, solid uh, to the bands. Hey, I'm saying throw it out there. We're always uh, we're always recovering from our investments, with beer in general. You know. Indeed. <laughs> now, oh, let's wait for the, the chopper to go by here. Uh, there we go. Yeah, go slower. There you go. A little slower. A little slower. So you did this album live at the Kenton Club. I read about why. Could you please explain it? Yeah, it was just we wanted to release something and and uh, it was during COVID and we had that record so we had Billy Anderson uh, mix and master it and then we had Eric who was at Ken Club who recorded it um, 
killer recording, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, and it was when George yeah. Floyd was murdered and it was everything like that, so we just kind of felt we just wanted to make it available and, and donate some of the money to it because we everyone should be equal and it's bullshit what happens so we supporting a good cause yeah that's the way it should be okay now let's see let's go through some of the tracks here like I said before we got thickness we got heaviness personally I would like to see you on a tour with Primitive Man that's the first so would we that's the first fucking band that I thought of I'm like I think it would be a nice mix I'm just saying just throwing it out there guys PM Hit them up, would you please? So we might have our foot in the door there because Ethan from Primitive Man booked this tour for us that we're currently on. So that's oh, nice. yeah. yeah, rubbing the hands together, yeah. licking your chops. Yeah. You know, he did artwork for a sweatshirt we did a while ago. It sold out, but yeah. Oh, fantastic! I also got really drunk at the Primitive Man show in Portland and was like, I can't wait to tour with you. And he was like, We're not fucking going on that tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we got to go over some of the music, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some of the tracks in here. Uh, do you have any memories of Corrosion of Man? Uh, yeah, shit. Uh, I think uh, Jordan came in one day with a riff, and we kind of just flushed it out there, and uh, I kind of started just by like kind of yelling rhythmically and then figuring out sort of what body you want to go to with uh, how the riffs sound to us. And it just kind of flushed itself out and all the ideas out there. But I feel like that was also like... The kind of the turn of us writing, like from Saints, find Shallow Graves, like it just kind of changed the writing of it and kind of opening it up, and trying to just be like, the, you know, trying to just make doom like other oh, our influences and try and branch out and do our own thing and our own feel. Yeah, have your own sound, literally. Uh, now you had the full length, which was uh, uh, oh my God, my eyes, Rise of the Siren, Right, right of the Siren. Right of the siren. You know, look, I wrote it right. You did, you got it. I, I just could, I just can't. Look, all right, full full disclosure. I'm, I'm working on mastering the idea of using progressive lens contacts. So it's a little difficult. And as I get, as I get later in the day, my eyes get tired and then I can barely see. Uh, great excuse. So what can you, what, 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 do you have uh, any special memories about creating Right of the Siren? Yeah, I mean, it's the first full length, you know, that's always something special. And, uh, getting over that uh, red light fever as they call it in the, in the studio and just focusing so hard not to fuck the songs up but having a blast when you get one done and get all the layers on it you know and really getting to hear it back in a professional setting that's a you know that's a big moment so. absolutely now you did the split uh, do you have any memories of, of the split and and did you uh, did you ever get to uh, play live with them or no yeah, yeah. we have uh, a couple times uh all those members have their hands in a couple different buys. They're also in another great band called uh, Altar, which I think is on hiatus currently. And then uh, Tigers on Opium is another band their singers on. And I think they just did a little one-off in Vegas and flew back to Portland. Uh, yeah, Tigers have been here twice so far, and I've missed them both times. I apologize. So the next time they come around, I gotta whatever it is, I gotta go see them. I, I keep I, for some reason I just keep missing them. With that split too it was kind of surreal we recorded that was our first time recording with Billy Anderson so that was pretty very intimidating at first but right. really 
really cool to be in the studio with someone that's done records that I've listened to since I was a kid. Yeah. Like Melvin and all that. So was, that was pretty awesome. Now, is he a go-to for the new material? He recorded the new record that's not out yet. Yeah. And then the stuff that we have written, is we have, we're still waiting to record that one. Okay. Uh, Burning Bodies Light the Way. What can you tell me about it? that recording session actually so we recorded three songs and then two of them went on the split and then we wanted to really you know release that song so it was like kind of have it in your back pocket for a single so we just kind of did that and that one's kind of more of our like back to pentatonic doomy ish like we feel like that's a little more you know like bluesy doom kind of whatever versus what we're trying to do now where it's like a little more chordy and not so traditional i guess i don't know you're making it your own, and that's the point. Now, I do apologize, guys, and this is this will be it. I know you got to get ready. Um, I was going to ask you these questions off mic so you get a chance to think about it. Tough shit. Ain't happening. Okay. <clears throat> okay, uh, so you have a record on Doom Stew Records. What goes in a good stew? Potatoes. Okay, potatoes. Unless, uh, uh, are you fans of Brunswick stew or no? That's not a thing. Brunswick, it's more of a tomato base, actually. Okay. Yeah, so you can throw a little ketchup in there if you want to be rogue. You throw some tomatoes. Gross. I guess oh! Chad, Chad doesn't eat any condiments whatsoever. Chad's a, Chad's a beige eater. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Are you no condiments? No condiments. Dude, you, haven't, you, obviously, you obviously haven't had my ranch yet. I, I, I haven't. I would love to try it. All right, all right, cool, cool. Next time, I'll have to bring it out. And don't, uh, believe me, I will. Okay. I am a big fan of condiments. <laughs> and especially ranch. All right. Now, what is a local legend or story in your town that everybody still tells or believes? Well, the Elliot Smith, he always went to Club 21, which RIP for that. Um, and then, well, yeah, uh, the Satyricon. That's where apparently Courtney and Kurt met. Mm. So, yeah, okay. that's kind of, I mean, that's one of the big ones. And that's the one people literally, they really gravitate to? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Satyricon, which R.I.P., that's like, you know, legendary. Yeah. It was, you know. Um, so that's kind of one of the big ones. And then, yeah, Elliot, Elliot Smith roaming around, you know. All right. And let's see. Is there a local food chain in your area that the rest of the country or world is missing out on? It's called Gutenberger. Jake, please, please tell me Jake's, about. It. Yeah. All right, sir. What is what is what is the the best burger there? Oh, nice plug, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is my smash burger pop up that I do. Uh, so we got smash burgers, fries, cheese fries, chili cheese fries. Uh, we're working on going into a little tap house that's opening up in uh, Vancouver, Washington, in the next year. Nice. It's delicious. But so hold the fucking mayonnaise. Okay, so we we got we got burgers, right? That's what you're talking about. Okay, so. Um, do you spice the burger before you cook it or as it's cooking? Honestly, the burger just salt, and then we put a lot of work into. We make our own pickles. We make a, a sauce that's a little bit more unique than uh, you know your average kind of Thousand Island thing. So now, uh, please tell everybody how can they reach you on Instagram or other social media? Uh, just Instagram, just uh, Goonburger. That's it. And we have. Do we have Goonburger merch? Uh, we have T-shirts. I like this. And finally, gentlemen, what is your best touring hack? Uh, I think we're still figuring those out right now. <laughs> For me so far, it's been, uh, it's been cough drops and warm drinks in the mornings. 
so for hotels. My throat, but we thought we could yeah, sleep in the van no for the whole tour and the first night. My back fucking still hurts. It's not awesome. Yes, that does have happen. Move a fucking ampeg down the goddamn stairs. <laughs> well, we got. I don't know if you met Rob from Thra. Yeah. Um, he he'll you can just put it on his back because it'll fit. All right, perfect. What Let's I'm saying it. is he's a very uh, imposing young man. Gentlemen, thank you so much. I wish you much success on the thank tour. Thank you so much, man. That was and fun. Uh, let's do this again sometime. Yes, please. Thanks, man. Thank you. And when the, when the new material comes out, we'll talk. Cool. Sounds cool, good. guys. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks, guys, for taking time out because I know we were at a little bit of a time crunch. You had to get on stage. And also, we just wanted to watch the show. I mean, there were some killer performances by Thra and the band Hell. First time seeing them, and I was I was enthralled, man. I, I thought it was absolutely amazing. So, Glasgow. They've got new music on the way, but until that time, let's wet the beak a little bit with this track, this single that was released just a bit ago. And uh, maybe it'll be on the new album. I'm hoping, because it is a burner of a track. Speaking of, let's hear it. This is Burning Bodies Light the Way.
Thank you all so much for listening. It's the Doom Tomb Podcast at gmail.com. That is how to reach us. Now, you want to give some thanks, give it to Ian from No Masters Audio. Hit him up on Instagram. He does all things sound for the Doom Tomb. He does video as well. You got to hit him up, see what he can do for you. Now, if you like this music, and if you didn't, why would you listen? Like, seriously, really? What, are you just torturing yourself? Or do you actually love this like I do? If you want to hear more of it, Come over to craniumradio.com. I've got a show 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's each and every Sunday. Listen in for music and talk and uh, whatever else comes up. I don't know. Random tangents usually. Now, is that it? Are we done? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Look for new music from Glassgoat. And we got some other episodes coming up. Until that next time, meantime, and in between time, take care of yourselves. Get out to those shows. Buy some of that band merch. And above all, keep it heavy.